More Than Your Mind podcast with Raphael. Expand your understanding of holistic wellness with consciousness coach and holistic counselor Raphael as we apply learnings at the forefront of neuroscience, nervous system research and psychology coupled with the wisdom of alternative medicine, embodiment, philosophy and intuition to educate you with practices and tools to manage your anxiety, overcome cycles of burnout, toxic patterns of relating, unconscious coping mechanisms, guilt, fear and more so that you can deepen your relationship with yourself and others to feel happier, healthier holistically and have more confidence to be seen. I wanted to jump on here and explain about a question that I've gotten asked a lot uh, in the last several months. So this is, what is the difference between counselling versus therapy work versus coaching? Yeah, because when we recognize we want to change some things about our lives, when we realize that we need some help or some support of some sort, there's lots of different options out there. There's alternative medicine practitioners, there's therapists, there's coaches, there's counselors, there's all sorts going on. Yeah, and often people get guided towards either psychologist, a counselor or a coach. Yeah, And so I want to talk and really clarify what my experience and understanding as well as what my training has taught me about the difference between each to help you to better equip yourself around what type of support you actually need. Yeah, So there are psychologists, also known as therapists, these are people who have done Uh, a number of years of training at university and have a lot of skills in not just dealing with um, psychological uh, disorders and and symptoms, but also some have the ability to do assessments of people um, to determine what their mental health state is and to potentially diagnose them with some sort of mental health condition. Uh, So these are clinical psychologists who have the ability to do the assessment piece, at least by New Zealand standards. Then you get registered psychologists who are a general psychologist and they have the university backing and the evidence-based experience to be able to work with people in a range of mental health um, and addiction and, um, you know, chronic issues. Yeah. Then you have counsellors who are also evidence-based trained uh, and and also have a lot of uh, practical training, depending on the course that you do, uh, to hold space and create the counselling and therapeutic relationship in the same way. Now, I'm a qualified counsellor and we don't do the level of training in terms of the years of study into deep levels of psychological disorders um, and deep levels of, um, you know, really strong substance abuse work unless you're a very specialised counsellor. But counsellors are a great avenue for people who have issues with their mental health, anxiety, stress, um, maybe high functioning levels of depression or haven't necessarily been diagnosed with some sort of mental health condition but are struggling. Yeah. And the reason that counselling is a great avenue is that it's often a lot more accessible uh, in terms of being able to find a practitioner 
Uh, financially, if you go with a standard counsellor, it's financially going to be cheaper than going to a therapist, um, like a, a, tra- a properly registered th- uh, psychologist, um, generally speaking. And the relationship can be slightly different depending on the style um, of the psychologist or the counsellor. So regardless of who you're going to, if you're going to go down this more traditional mental health path, I encourage you to look into the specific person that you're going to work with and understand the therapy styles and the evidence-based practices that they use, whether it's like cognitive uh, behavioural therapy, positive psychology, applied psychology, um, or any alternative practices that they might bring to the table and find somebody who you vibe with, but also find somebody whose practices are aligned with your belief system, your culture, your stage in life um, and your desires for change. Yeah. And so there's all sorts of different specializations that people can have in this mental health space. Now, the difference with a coach this becomes quite different, is that a coach relationship is one where sometimes people have done certifications, um, but there's no government regulatory body for coaches. Yeah, I wish there was, um, but there's no global or even national regulatory bodies for coaching certification. So some people have done a coaching certification that's taken them a week. Others have done a coaching certification that might have taken them two years. And coaching style is quite different. And I'm going to talk about the coaching relationship in a minute. But there's a lot of people out there who are coaches who don't have any sort of level of certification. There's also a lot of coaches out there who've done so much study. It's like crazy the number of years that they've done of study. So again, being really clear around what level of experience this person has, the level of um, and the quality of the certification that they have um, and asking those questions and and just getting a sense of whether they have both a evidence-based practice as well as the experience to hold the space for you in the way that you desire. Uh, A lot of the coaching certifications and practices out there are not evidence-based and evidence-based is where the scientific, there's a scientific um, uh, uh, baseline and foundation to the work that that person is doing. Uh, Institutionalized study um, through counseling and psychology is all evidence-based. It's from scientists, scientific journals, which are peer-reviewed, um, and, and scrupulous amounts of research has been done. Now, some, and there's quite a few coaching programs out there who don't have evidence-based uh, approaches, and the trainings that they're doing are based on purely on just people's experience um, or linked to kind of alternative medicine methodology. Now, there's nothing wrong with alternative medicine. I have had incredible success with alternative medicine. I use alternative medicine in my own work, but I encourage you to think about, do I also need somebody who has a level of grounding in the mental health industry and in evidence-based practices, as well as having the alternative medicine piece to them? So for example, like, uh, acupuncturists and uh, naturopathists and osteopathy, they're all governed by a regulatory body, yeah, in New Zealand and Australia and a lot of countries in the world. And there's a certain level of qualification that's required in order to be able to call yourself that. 
And, but in the coaching industry, there's not, yeah, because the coaching industry is so new. And so it's really up to you to discern the coach that you're working with and discern the level of experience that they have as well as qualifications and and theories and evidence-based practices that they can use as tools and techniques and practices to support you along the way. Now the difference between a therapeutic relationship in terms of when you're working with somebody versus a coaching relationship is very different and this is really important to decide whether you need to go with a coach style person or whether you go with a therapy based, so a counselor or a psychologist therapeutic relationship style, yeah? So in counseling and in psychology, we're trained to develop a therapeutic relationship. A therapeutic relationship is one where you have a role as the practitioner, as the therapist, of complete non-judgment and supporting people to find their own path. Now, there is some branches of psychology where there's a slightly different angle taken. But if you're going to a lot of psychologists and and pretty much all counselors work in this kind of way. Yeah. So I'll speak mostly to the counseling side of things versus coaching. And in counseling, some of the training that we did, and it was brought through in all of the modules, all the 25 modules of training that I did um, as well and, and really, really honed it on in the first couple of modules is about this therapeutic relationship and the benefits. And the therapeutic relationship can be one of transformation and can be so incredible for people. If you haven't been in, in your life in relationships where you're not being judged because The relationship is about building a deep level of trust and building a deep level of space holding as the practitioner so that that person feels completely non-judged, completely that they can be themselves and be open and honest so that they verbalize and they express what's alive in them. The counseling and therapeutic relationship that a lot of us are trained in as well is one where we don't actually guide into what that person should do. We're encouraged to help that person navigate their own suggestions and at times maybe make a few suggestions, but not actually be direct in helping them to action. Yeah. So it's not about, you know, if you go to a counselor, it's like, it's not about, okay, well, here's the plan and you need to do these things in order to get well. That's more in the coaching space. The counseling space is more, let's understand where you're, what you're feeling And let's see what you want to do. And I will be the completely non-judgmental person to support you in that journey. Now, this can be fantastic and is so, so transformative for people. If you have deep wounds of shame, if you have deep wounds of judgment, if you're fearful about expressing things that are going on for you, if you're fearful about expressing um, feelings, emotions, thoughts, yeah? And this can really support people to feel less shameful about sharing their story, about being heard, yeah? The coaching side is quite different. Now, coaching generally is about training and, and encouraging an action plan. 
it's less about going into people's history and less about deep diving into into the past. And a lot of coaching certifications don't go into that because of the length of time and the depth of the of the qualification. But coaching is about encouraging people to take action steps and encouraging them to move forward and being that accountability. Yeah, so if you think about like you go to the gym and you have a coach, they're going to be like, okay, you're going to do these 10 things and then you're going to do this and repeat it. And you know, like you can see, I've never really worked with a personal trainer, but you know what I'm saying, right? So that relationship is very much one of action taking and of being accountable to that coach. Yeah. It's quite different from the traditional uh, therapeutic relationship in that the coach is there to design and develop an action plan, make suggestions, push and motivate you, yeah? And standard counseling relationships are not designed like that, yeah? And so I've had a lot of conversations recently with people where We've been talking about how they might have been going to counseling or therapy for a long time and they feel like they've gotten to a plateau point now. And it makes sense because if you've gotten what you need out of a standard therapeutic relationship, you've gotten to a point where you can express yourself, you don't feel such deep levels of shame about certain topics, you've felt that you can start to express those to other people, you've had that re-parenting of having somebody give you unconditional attention and non-judgmental support, if you've experienced the power of that and you've started to incorporate that in your life, you might have reached a plateau where now it's like, well, I actually need to take the action. I actually need to go beyond that into the next level of having somebody who I'm accountable to because I've now released some of the shame and those deeper seated feelings and I understand myself but I don't know what to do with this information now, yeah? And so that's where coaching can become really incredible because it's like, okay, now that I understand why I am the way I am, I understand my triggers and I've understood and accepted myself a bit deeper, now I want to take action on that, yeah? And I believe that both are really important for the journey. I believe that the therapeutic relationship is so important and powerful when you're ready to dive in deep and you're ready to really uproot patterns and root causes and trauma that's there that might be impacting you making change. But then also stepping into that space of the more coaching relationship where then you have somebody who's in your corner cheering you on, making suggestions, helping you to create plans of action. Now, don't get me wrong. Some counselors and therapists do do this, but these are just describing the way that we are trained as these different professions and the difference between them because there is often quite a strong nuanced difference. Now, I was a coach first and then I trained as a counselor and I swear the power of being able to incorporate the therapeutic relationship into coaching. And so that's why I do the two of them together now, where if you can't, you know, people who come work with me, it's like, we will do the action plan and we do have that accountability piece and I do make recommendations and I do encourage you to take action and I give a lot of homework, but in sessions, a lot of the time, it is very much focused on that completely non-judgmental, completely um, unbiased, um, nurturing 
unconditional relationship to hold space for you to move through and work through those deeper patterns and using that therapeutic relationship in the more traditional sense to help you get to the point where you're ready to take action on things, yeah? So when you're thinking about whether you want to work with a coach, a therapist, an alternative practitioner, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, no one can make that call except for you, yeah? All we can do as practitioners is make suggestions, share about our work, but I encourage you to be discerning about who you're working with. I encourage you to look at working with people who have some sort of evidence-based practice or certification that's under some sort of governing body and uh, level of evidence-based practices and tools in their work. I encourage you to work with somebody who has a proven track record and experience um, and, and particularly if you're going deep into things and to think long and hard about whether you need to work with a therapist or a counsellor in a traditional sense or a coach or someone who sits in the middle, yeah? And only you will be able to answer that decision and know But pick somebody who you vibe with. Pick somebody who you feel that you could have an honest conversation with. Or somebody who you would like to be more like. Somebody you'd like to get to know more. Who has also got those other qualities. If you have any thoughts, comments, questions, feelings around this video, I'd love to hear. And I've really... um, felt very grateful to be able to share this wisdom because it's a question that I get asked a lot from people and it's an important distinction to make that we don't really, like a lot of people don't really know the distinction between these different types of practitioners and we all have value. It's just about who is right for you in this moment. Thank you for tuning in to More Than Your Mind podcast with Raphael. If you'd like to stay in the know and get a range of free content, you can sign up for my mailing list at empoweredwithraphael.com or follow me on any social media platforms, Empowered with Raphael. If you've loved this episode, I'd love to hear from you. Please feel free to leave a comment on the podcast channel you've been listening to or send me a message about your experience of listening to the podcast. If you'd like to work together, please reach out through social media or email to discuss further. Thank you for spending this time with me. Until the next chapter, Raphael.